0: Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Gloria Well, welcome everybody to this episode of the Doctrine Matters Podcast. Uh, Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening in audio format, uh, thank you for listening and just checking out this um, podcast. And I hope that it is a blessing to you. I hope that it is going to be challenging to you. I hope that it is going to help you in some way, but most of all to help you bring glory to God and help you live out your faith in your everyday life, in your community, your family, and in your churches. That is what the hope for this is, Christian content for Christian ears and even non-Christian ears. If you're not a believer, this is content that hopefully you will hear and, and God will use and, and you would be saved by the by the grace of God. So uh, today's episode is one that if you are in the Christian world, you might have already seen this. And chances are you have, if you're in any Facebook groups, if you are keeping up with uh, Christianity Today, maybe, or any other Christian outlet, you've likely seen this picture behind me, and you've likely seen this. Matt Chandler steps aside after inappropriate online relationship. You have likely seen this. You have likely read this article, and maybe you have listened to the entire speech or talk that Matt Chandler gave at his church this past Sunday regarding what's happening And if he is truly stepping aside on his own or if the elders have done it. So I want to kind of think through this really quickly because I've seen all sorts of comments on social media about this. Some have been very gracious. Some have been very harsh. And you have some that are all in between. So I, I was thinking how we as Christians should think through something like this when a pastor falls, when he gets caught in in. Uh, inappropriate online relationship like Matt Chandler has here. Is it something that we should celebrate, or is it something that we should lament? Now, some have celebrated, and there are some that are even in my camp. I would consider myself a Reformed Baptist or a Covenantal Reformed Baptist, and some in my camp have applauded this, and they have even... um, Said he, "That's what he gets when you go woke. That's what happens when you you know you start teaching CRT and you believe in women pastors and all those things." So, let me just say this on the onset: This is not the episode to critique. CRT that's critical race theory for those that don't know Uh, we're not going to critique this just I will say this that Matt Chandler has gone down that avenue that's kind of the the way he went he has gone woke so to speak so Matt Chandler has indeed gone the way of CRT and he does believe in women preachers as he has Jen Wilkins I think it's Wilkinson or Wilkins teach at uh, preach at his church to men and women and uh, just overall believes in women preachers Uh, I, I I believe that the Bible teaches that we don't uh, or should not believe in women teachers. Um, and I don't believe critical race theory to be the answer to our problems. So uh, and not only that, there was a sermon a couple of years ago where he just kind of seemed odd and having dreams about pirate ships and sharks. And he just said the Lord told him to tell somebody the dream and let him figure it out from there. Uh, so so Matt Chandler would claim to be a uh, continuationist, which means that he believes the signed gifts are still relevant for today. And again, that is this is not the episode to debate whether the signed gifts are relevant for today. This is not to debate CRT. This is not to debate um, women preachers. But one thing that I can say is Matt Chandler has a set of doctrines and theology that I do not agree with, and many people also don't agree with his theology, but then there's other people that do agree with his theology. So either way you look at it, whether you agree with Matt Chandler's theology or you don't, when a pastor, whether you agree with his theology or not, what are we to do when a pastor falls? What are we to do when a pastor falls? Now, it's one thing. We could do just what some have done. We could celebrate that fall, um, or we could... um, lament that fall and I will be honest with you I haven't seen a lot of lamenting on social media and I will just go ahead and tell you that um, I think that we can play this out and um, just listen to it first and then break it down because I want I want you to hear, from Matt Chandler here. I have it pulled up. I want you to hear what he said. What's kind of going on? Because some of you may be like, I have no idea what happened. I don't know what has gone on with Matt Chandler. I don't know what he what you mean by he fell. Uh, what's happened? What does this online relationship look like? So I thought we'd take just a few minutes to listen to this thing in its entirety. And I may stop it here and there just to make a few observations, uh, but I may not. I may let it keep rolling. I don't know yet. But uh, one thing that I want to do is I definitely want to listen to this as we go through here and uh and just see what he has said and then let's make some observations so here we go
1: yeah love you hey guys i know it, it just feels like oh my gosh what's coming so so let me i'm i'm the lead pastor of this church i plan on being the lead pastor of this church for the next 20 years um but i do need to it's harder seeing you
0: for those of you that are just listening, that are not watching it's, uh he sees his congregation and he kind of breaks down there on stage. He kind of starts crying because what he's about to say is embarrassing and likely everything that is, that he has taught has come flooded back to him in this moment. And it's likely just kind of a, a, an overwhelming experience because he's standing here. Uh, we we'll, I've listened to, to all of this and then some after Matt has spoken and, uh, the guy in the back here, he, he even speaks directly to Lauren Chandler, Matt's wife. So even she is in the, 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 the congregation here. So it's a little overwhelming experience just in case you were wondering what the, uh, what the, the pause was there, but let's continue.
1: Several months ago, um, a woman approached me um, outside here in the foyer. Um, She had some concerns for how I was DMing on Instagram with a friend of hers. Um, I, I didn't think I had done anything wrong in that. My wife knew that. Her husband knew that. Um, and, and yet there were a couple of things that she said that were disorienting to me. Um, and so I immediately um, came in the room. I found chairman of the elder Board Jason Swords, found Josh Patterson, other lead pastor, and said, this is what this person just told me. Uh, and then I went home. Lauren wasn't with me that night. I told Lauren, this is what was said to me um, tonight. Um, from there, uh, the elders began to look into, because that's what they're supposed to do. Uh, because we cannot be a church where anyone uh, is above the scriptures and above the high heavenly call uh, into Christ Jesus. And so they looked into um, the, the conversation between me and, um, this other woman, uh, and they had some concerns. Um, and those concerns were not that our messaging was romantic or sexual. It it was that our conversations were unguarded and unwise. And because I don't ever want there to be secrets between us, the concerns were really about frequency and familiarity. We believe in brother-sister relationships here. Um, and yet there was a frequency that moved past that. And there was a familiar- familiarity that played itself out in coarse and foolish joking. It's unbefitting uh, of someone in my position as a lead pastor. And as an elder, I'm held to a higher standard and fell short of that higher standard. Um, so, so the elders have decided, and I think they're right that my inability to see what I was in uh, probably has some revealing some unhealth in me. And I don't know if that's tied to the pace I run or uh, the difficulty of the last six, seven
0: years, but I agree with. Let me stop here and say that, you know, make a comment that he didn't realize what he was kind of in. Uh, He didn't realize that the, conversation had led to crude joking and 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 talk that is not becoming of a pastor and uh, let me just say this um, I want to be gracious here in my speech I think it's biblical and it's wise as we are commanded in scripture but I think that here there seems to be kind of a scapegoat in and kind of shifting the reason that he didn't see his unhealthy behaviors because he Runs a fast pace, maybe in ministry and life as a whole, um, and potentially just everything that's gone on in his life the past six to seven years. Now, I would lovingly and kindly and and, and as graciously as I can say that I think that that is kind of a cop out, kind of using things as a scapegoat. But again, I'm not, you know, I don't want to throw Matt Chandler under the bus here. I think that standing in front of a congregation and admitting what he has done is a, a big step in doing. What I believe God has called us to do, and that's confess our sins one to another, especially when something like this comes to light, it, it needs to be handled this way. And, and, and it sounds like he did well, handi- handing it over to the elders after the woman contacted him in the foyer of the church building there. And uh, But rewind this back. I, I, I have trouble with this woman's husband and Matt's wife knowing they were communicating Through Instagram in the DMs. Now, the kids have this saying that they slid into your DMs, which is they're trying to get, you know, I don't know what that means. It just seems like they're trying to be more than just friends or whatever. So, my question would be why not communicate openly through text message? Maybe have one of those um, that wife or husband copied on the text messages. That's one thing that's uh, really good if you're a pastor or even a Christian or, or anybody, really, if you're contacting a member of the opposite sex through text message or anything, it's always good to have your spouse or their spouse copied on that text message for accountability purposes so we don't find ourselves falling into this very thing that Matt Chandler has found himself into here. Um, some people will say that's lame. Some people will say that uh, you're an adult. You should be able to talk to whoever you want to. I would say it's a safeguard. Uh, I think it's accountability and I think it's wise, it's prudent to do that. Um, I think we can all easily find ourselves, very easily find ourselves in this same predicament. Everybody is one breath away from finding ourselves standing in front of our congregations or in front of people that we love and confessing sin and seeking restoration. We're one breath away from it. So, Uh, I think we have to to show a little more grace to Matt here, but I would say that uh, I think that that using his pace in in ministry and life as and, uh, everything that's happened in the six, seven years past is a a bit of a cop out, but I believe the, the, the real problem started in the initial DMs through Instagram anyway, whether or not his wife or her husband knew it or not, I think that is unhealthy and an unwise move. So let that be kind of known. Um. That DMing probably is not the best way to go. Uh, if it can't, if it can't stay, just you, you know, there's uh, if it can't be, if it goes, especially if it's just from friendship and then goes into filthy joking and and being totally unChristian and doing the thing the Bible goes against, that's probably not a good place to be. So I think it'd be wise just to probably stay out of the DMs of the members of the opposite sex. Let's keep going and see what he says with them. Um, and so in
1: their grace to me and my family, um, they've decided, and again, I think they're right, um, to put me on a leave of absence, um, uh, starting uh, immediately from preaching and teaching at um, the village church. If I'm on, I'm just really embarrassed. Feel stupid. Thank you. Feel dumb. I feel like I'm embarrassing my wife and kids, putting a ton of pressure on our staff. I feel like I've fallen short for you. And you might even be hearing, you might even be a Christian, you might be hearing me saying this like, what the H? But the word of God holds me to a certain standard. And, and I, need to, I need to live into that. And, and I fell short. And man, I'm, I'm apologizing to my family, to
0: you, to let me let me stop here too and there's i've seen some people commenting on this that he said what the h uh from the pulpit on the lord's day and i kind of am right there with him he it, it you know again trying to show some grace i know that we all are especially in this moment the things that he could say uh, and there are there could be some unbelievers there but i think this would be a beautiful time for more edification and maybe even a chance to to teach the gospel in light of his fallenness um Hopefully this, I haven't listened to the whole sermon, but the guy that teaches, I hope that he does that. Uh, but still, I think that maybe we could have cut that out. But again, I don't want to be too overcritical of, of this man here because that's not what this episode n- is necessarily about. But I do think uh, that we could learn some things along the way, that, uh, say some things that we could do or not do differently if we ever find ourselves communicating in this, in this way. And it may not even be us standing before a congregation after we have fallen right? It could be just us standing in front of a congregation with both Christians and unbelievers in attendance, and we might find ourselves saying, you may be an unbeliever here, but maybe not say, you may be thinking, what the H? I don't know if that's the best way to go about it, but either way, we're still going through this here and uh, listening to what Matt Chandler says.
1: To all involved in this situation, and um, some things I love. I love that our elders engaged at the level they did. You know how easy this would have been to make it nothing and just let me not address whatever this is? Super grateful that the elders have loved us and walked with us the way that they have. Um, super grateful for you. I'm super hopeful for what's to come in the future. But, but I need to breathe. Uh, and that's both discipline, both discipline and development. Um, and so, man, in time forgive me. I love you. Eager for the other side of this, whatever God has for us. And so let me pray for us, uh, and then Josh will step in and uh, lead us in the service. Father, I love these people.
0: So then he goes on to pray. Uh, One thing that is very good for us to take away from this as well Is that he said he needs time for discipline and development. Now, as a lead pastor or a member of the elders, this is beautiful in a sense that we are not above, and I think he says this we are not above the scriptures. We need to be held accountable as well. I tell my congregation all the time that I need to be held accountable just as much as they need to be held accountable. And I I tell people that they need to hold me accountable. And one thing that happens is I get held accountable if i'm in a a tough meeting and my face starts to look a little rough which isn't hard to do if you if you're watching you can see that it doesn't take much for my face to look rough uh but if 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 i'm in a meeting and i start to look a little upset i'll get kicked under the table by one of our guys and yeah that i know that hey fix your face that's what that means but uh if i'm starting to get a little overwhelming if i'm starting to talk with my hands a little more and get a little more passionate I'll be kicked under the table or somebody might say, Hey, you need to calm down a bit, you know, or if I've said or done something stupid, somebody will come up to me and said, you said this, it was wrong. You need to repent. And that is what we expect from our people is for us all to be held accountable because we should be held accountable as pastors. And I'm thankful that Matt Chandler has, has chosen to um, be held accountable for these actions to take this leave of absence that the elders have put in place. And he says he believes they're right. Uh, I, I think they're, they're right too. Uh, maybe there needs to, th- there needs to be some, some more looking into the situation, which there is this goes on. And the man that comes up next, I think his name is Josh Patterson. He goes on to say that there was an investigation by an outside firm that looked into these text messages and, and Instagram messages and things like that. And, Ultimately decided that they weren't disqualifying messages. So there's all a lot of talk about what's going on and what's happening there and what's um, you know what it was said, what was said, what was not said. There's a lot of people saying that Matt should be disqualified anyway when he went down CRT road. And, and again, that's not what we're here to talk about. But when a pastor falls, when a pastor is standing on the platform like you see behind me over my shoulder, how uh, Matt Chandler is back here. This is taken from this. Uh, video we just watched of him confessing what's going on, uh, when, when a pastor falls, how should we respond? Again, I told you you could be gracious or you could be hateful, and there was a lot of both and everything in between since this news hit a couple of days ago. So I want to take this opportunity to say that even though I disagree with Matt Chandler, the first thing that we should do for a brother who has fallen or found himself in a situation like this is we need to pray for him and his family, that he would seek and and get that discipline that Matt talked about, as well as the development. And if there is a chance, and there's always a chance, that if Matt Chandler not saved, we should pray for his salvation. We should pray for his family. We should pray for his church, because there's a lot of people that are going to suffer from what happened here. Whether it's disqualifying or not, That's we can be the debate that or be the judge of that later, but whatever has happened here, this is going to affect not only him, his family, his elder board, but his church as well. So there's a lot of people involved here that need prayers, and we need to be praying for them. Now, another thing that we need to do is we cannot put pastors, although they are held to a higher standard, we can't put them in a glass room where nothing can touch. Like they got to be perfect. They have to be, you know, if they mess up one time, that glass wall is going to break or that glass floor is going to break and they're going to fall through the, through the floor or whatever the case may be. We can't set them so far apart and expect them not to sin. Now, am I condoning what he did? No. But again, I told you. Every one of us are a hair's breadth away from being into the same position that Matt Chandler has been put in here. And um, not even just this one. There is uh, a lot that we could find ourselves in. We could find ourselves in a total disqualifying place. There is a pastor in, and I use that term loosely, by the way, pastor in Chattanooga at the Venue Church, Tavner Smith, I think is his name. Um Tavner Smith was uh found seen with a woman that was not his wife, and they were all up on each other, and, and I think they kissed each other, and um, he's still pastoring. So there was no there was no developmental period, there was no discipline period, none of these things. So we have to mourn for that church and that pastor as well. But there are other pastors. And you know, Robbie Zechariah, uh, he had a whole laundry list full of things that come to light after he after he passed away. Uh, we've seen other other pastors fall immorally, sexually. Uh, there's a lot of things that me and you both could fall in an instant if we're not careful, if we're not guarding ourselves. And that means that we must guard ourselves on social media, through text messaging, through phone calls, through public interactions through counseling through all of those things we must set up safeguards and and you may push back on that but I think that we could very easily find ourselves going down the the trail that Matt Chandler did here if we don't put these safeguards in place for the glory of God and for our good because sin is infected everybody as a matter of fact Romans 5 teaches us that sin and death came through Adam' uh, we were all born with a sin nature. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So every one of us have sinned, including preachers. That's why I say that you can't, set themselves, you can't set them so far away and above and and outside the the realm of sin because they are fallen individuals just like you and I. Now, yes, they are held to a higher standard and they need to be held accountable. Again, I I am thankful that I've been held accountable in my life because it has molded me and is continuing to mold me into becoming a more mature pastor and a more mature leader and a mature Christian and um, learning every single day. Uh, I've said some stupid things. I've said, made some stupid jokes off the cuff, not even thinking, um, and had to work through some of those things, right, as a, as a young pastor, as a, as, a, as a man that has fallen. But I praise God for people that have held me accountable and points me back to Christ and not to myself. So we also, one of the biggest things that we need to do, is we need to go to the Word of God. And again, this is in light of whether you agree with this man's uh, theology or not, whether you are a continuationist or or not, whether you um, believe in CRT or not. I think these are very th- big things that need to be addressed and taken care of. These things should have been addressed before this even became a thing, in my opinion. But Ah, uh, just overall, when a pastor falls, and, and let's just use Matt Chandler for instance, because this kind of kind of seems to be the latest thing. We need to take Galatians six one seriously. There's a lot of people that have not taken Galatians six one seriously and have gone out and said a lot of terrible things about Matt Chandler already, and it's only been a couple of days. But this is what Galatians six one says: Brothers, if anyone, this doesn't say if anyone, unless we don't like them. If anyone, if only you like them, this says, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness, a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So we need to bear with one another. We need to restore each other gently. Matt Chandler doesn't need all of, all of the Christians in the world that don't like him to dogpile on him. He already knows there are people that don't like him. This brother needs prayer. This this man needs to be restored gently, and I hope his elders and his the leadership and the people in his life will restore him gently, but I think that extends to us because he is in a public place. He's kind of like this big-name pastor. I think people online and in, in, in his community and in our communities when we talk about him or if this comes up, we need to have a spirit of gentleness about us as well. And I think that we will be honoring Christ when we do that because the Bible says to do that very thing. And if we fail to do that and have um, serious uh, talks about him being a a terrible person and he should be fired and he, he deserves what he gets and all those things, then we're not being very charitable. And that's one of the things in the Christian life that is missing, and that's charity that's being charitable with one another yes we need to be absolutely hard on sin we need to be hard on this sin his elders need to be hard on this sin he needs to know how serious this is yet he needs to be they need to be firm but loving in that gentle sense as he's being restored back to where he needs to be so that's something that we can also learn in our own ways is to be gentle when dealing with this and uh thinking through it and talking about it whether in our in our own lives or in social media world, whatever the case may be. So just a spirit of gentleness. And then we need to be praying for the other woman involved in her family, because now this has become a public thing, although they didn't release the name. Uh, She's going to kind of struggle with this, I'm sure. The husband may struggle with this, and there may be some backlash, and this thing's probably not over, to be honest with you. Maybe it is. Maybe it'll be just uh, a time of restoration. Everything will go great the way God intends it, and maybe you know everything will be great but there's a chance that this thing may go south these messages may be released and it may be a big cover up i don't know we'll have to wait and see but we need to pray for the other parties involved as well the the woman and the wife because we could place blame on him and we could place blame on her but ultimately what they need is loving care gentleness but they need firm discipline and that's one thing i believe the church has gotten away from over the years is church discipline so We need to be in prayer. We need to be gentle. We need to support those and pray for those that are on the other side of this that are involved, the the lady and her family. And that goes with any situation. There's always sin that hurts other people. So we need to pray for all parties involved, right? So um, we also need to just trust God in all of this, right? So we should take comfort in the providence of God that this is not out from under his care, whether it be Matt Chandler or any other pastor. God is providentially working through every situation, and every situation somehow will return to God the glory that he is due. So we need to just be patient in the Lord. A lot of people will want to see Matt Chandler thrown to the wolves. A lot of people are hoping to see him back in the pulpit. I would like to see Matt Chandler back in the pulpit denouncing women pastors, CRT, and um. You know what? Whether continuationism, cessationism, it's a that's a whatever to me right now. I'm a cessationist, but um, that's a whatever. But I would like to see this brother restored and preach the gospel and Christ crucified and him just come out ferocious for the gospel and for God's word and for people to be saved as a result of hearing it. But whatever the case may be, I think us as Christians we need to show some charity here. Yes, if you. Play with fire, you're going to get burned. That is one thing that we all can understand and realize. But that's not something that we should just blare from the rooftops and just throw darts and throw angry darts at Matt Chandler and his life. Whether you whether you agree or disagree with his ministry and his theology, that's neither here nor there at this point. This man has fallen. He could be an unbeliever. There are pastors that are unbelievers, so we need to pray for this man's salvation. We need to pray for this man's. Um, situation that he's going through right now. We need to pray for his family, his church, his elders. We need to pray for the other party involved. We need to be gentle. We We need to be charitable, and we need to lament over what is happening. We need to lament. We need to show deep grief and sorrow over these things, not great joy because a man that we don't like has fallen. Now, I realize that there are some that are listening cannot stand Matt Chandler, and and they are glad that this has happened, but I would call you to repentance because that is not the way we as believers should be. We need to lament that another man that professed Christ is in this sort of situation, and we need to deeply grieve and be sorrowful over this sin, and we need to cry out to God that He would make it right, and that He would do whatever He wills in the situation, and that He would keep us from making those same mistakes. Whether you're a pastor or not, as a believer in general, we need to lament for these situations, and these men, and these families, and these churches that are going through these things, and pray desperately that God would keep us from making these same mistakes and following in these same footsteps. So I hope that you would take from this the need to be that way, to, to lament, to show charity, to show grace, to show love, to be in prayer, and to just trust the providence of God in all things, not be rude, hateful, mean, um, condescending, throwing angry darts, and uh, just really being a jerk over it because I don't think that there's, there's any time that we need to be that way, um, especially over a situation like this. Let's just pray this brother would be restored unto the Lord and uh, whatever that looks like moving forward. And let's pray for his salvation and all involved. I would love to hear your comments. Uh, I would love to hear if you disagree with me. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. Uh, I'm not my feeling. There was there was a time in my life where I'd be upset and frustrated and my feelings might be hurt. But uh, I'm, I'm a little older now in the faith and a little older in life. And uh, if you disagree with me, that's fine. You can call me names. That's fine. <laughs> Hope you don't. Hope you're charitable and gracious and uh you're not gonna do those things. But uh if you disagree with me, let me know. If you agree with me, let me know. I'd love to hear your comments concerning this very thing. So um, we'll be praying for Matt Chandler and his family, his church, his elders, and the other people involved. And uh we're gonna lament over this sin and pray that God would make all things right in his timing and not ours. So stay off social media unless you're um edifying the saints concerning this, that would be my challenge to you uh, because I don't think it does anybody any good to do otherwise. So thank you for listening. I hope this is, uh, it's been short, but uh, hopefully it's been sweet in some ways. Hopefully you've learned something. Hopefully you've been challenged. Hopefully you've you've been uh, challenged so much that you're going to evaluate the way you've been handling and thinking through these things. I for one hate it. Can't stand it to see this happen, but I know that we're all just a breath away from doing the same things and many that are out there are it just may haven't been brought to light yet so i pray that they would repent and stop now before it goes any further so uh we just we just hope this has been challenging and um thank you for listening thank you for watching if you're on youtube and remember this is a podcast that is part of the christian podcast community so you can check out a lot more content there you can google christian Pod, christian Podcast community, and you will find all those podcasts there. So enjoy all the listening, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Doctor Matters Podcast. Until next time, God bless.